0: So we're continuing our discussion of the nature of bhava-bhakti. And we've heard recently of the different qualities Characteristics of one who has attained the sprout of bhakti. It was pointed out to me by Sanatana Prabhu last night that we missed one of the qualities, somehow or other, skipped over one. That is uh, manasunyata. Manasunyata means pridelessness. So it's on the other end from forbearance, not wasting time, hmm, um, detachment, pridelessness, and then it starts to move in the other direction, longing, hope, hope, longing, Hmm. Um, What attachment to the names, to the qualities, and to living in a holy place of the Lord's pastimes. Swami gives an example of the pridelessness, citing the Padma Purana of one devotee who Having attained rati, he he begged on behalf of the Lord at the houses of his enemies who were previously his enemies. So, prideless is the idea. With that, we come to the next section. The next section covers several verses. um, Quite a few verses, but I'm going to give this a talk to summarize the uh, the subject. Um, Having described the nature of bhava and um, how it comes about, hmm, either through sadhana or through mercy, and that mercy can come from the mercy of a devotee or through the mercy of Krishna and from Krishna in in, in different ways, but personally be present, present, uh, more um, from within the heart. Or what's the third way? Hmm, uh, Hmm. Yeah, verbally, I guess, by physically being there, by verbally blessing, by physically in his presence giving a blessing, or internally. Mm. Um, and I believe then from there, Goswami went on to describe the the, uh, the characteristics that we've been discussing for a few days now. Nine of them. <clears throat> Probably refers to them as precursors to to Bhav is speaking about bhava here in, in the first stage of bhava, which is again the sprout of the bhava, where the sthai bhava is not really fully developed and in place and so forth, which is the culmination of bhava and, and um, and then from bhava we, the different other ingredients that combine with the sthai bhava merged together into into bhakti rasa so um, he says now having described these things hopefully we haven't forgotten anything in our in our brief summary this this evening we come to another situation that is cases in which we find what appears to be symptoms of bhava in someone like maybe some there are people today in the world who are said to have bhava and give blessings and, And uh, there's the hugging, hugging lady. He's thought to go into Krishna Bhav and and, um, has a flute and wears a mukut, a crown, I think, on those days and and so forth. And um, there are many other examples um, that you can find in India. Um, Some... Seems extraordinary, people, um, that in whom in whom there is some apparent softening of the heart, and these some minor symptoms of ecstasy may may show um, may appear in their person. And so, how will we understand this? Hmm. Swami is quick to point out that this is not what he is talking about, hmm. and there is some very practical reasons for that, that we have already discussed. If we reflect back, we'll remember that in the beginning of our discussion, we described the quality of bhava-bhakti, one of the first of them, or second of them, I think. The first was that it belittles or makes light of liberation, and the second, that it is, that it is sudhulabha, rarely a- a- achieved. These are both characteristics of shuddha-bhakti that appear in the stage of of baba and when when the rare rarity of baba bhakti was explained one of the points that was raised was that it's rare in that it only appears within the culture of uttam bhakti the kind of bhakti that rupa Goswami is explaining here which is bhakti for its own sake bhakti krishnanushilanam for the pleasure of krishna hmm with no other idea in mind. Now it's important to point out here, and it's a point that many devotees, a number of devotees miss, that um, we may have material desires. Hmm. We may have leanings towards karma and jnan, and our hearts may not be pure. Hmm. But that does not mean that we cannot practice uttambhakti. bhakti has three stages, sadhana. Pava and Prem. So, although we may have um, leanings towards jñāna and karma, what we, what our faith is, hmm, what in our subsequently our motivation is, our ideal is, we want unalloyed bhakti. We want to do bhakti only for the pleasure of Krishna. We want to follow the example of those kinds of devotees that are doing only that hmm, and attain thereby what they attain. We want to be like them. Hmm? We may be, have other conditions that are in the way of that, but we're, this is our ideal. Now, that said, the important point here is that there are other people that that take to bhakti with different ideals in mind. What is the marginal characteristic of bhakti that Rupa Goswami has given? Jnana karmadi and avritam. Hmm? It's not covered by gan or karma. It's an sunyam Gan Karmadi and Abritam Anu krishna anushilanam, Bhakti Rutam. So it's 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 done it's a culture of action, acts and, uh, uh, hmm, that are favorable for Krishna, for the pleasure of Krishna and in the context of that, not covered by Ganic karma means I'm not doing something to please Krishna so that I can get mukti, so that I can attain um, something um, of this world, even higher worlds within material existence. Mm-hmm. This is an important difference. It's not that your heart has to be t- entirely pure, to be an uttam bhakti, but you might be an uttam bhakti of the sadaka type, the goal of which is culturing that uh, bhava bhakti, and which is followed then by prema bhakti. So, point being here that that there are people in whom we find some symptoms that appear like, like some of the, uh, for example sattvika vikaras, the the transformations, involuntary transformations of ecstasy. We're talking about bhava and we're basically talking about the entry level and the sprout of bhava. And this is the beginning of the Stai bhava. The Stai bhava, as we know, is the the defining emotion as a friend of Krishna, as a lover of Krishna, as a parent of Krishna, for example. Hmm. Well, when that... Is cultivated in bhava bhakti, combined with other bhavas like sattvika bhavas. These uh, involuntary acts, anubhav, which then are the mm, kind of uh, other types of movements. Satvika are are movements mm, that are uh, that appear in the in 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 the body. Anubhavs are other types of movements, like raising the hands, dancing, and, uh, and other many other relative to the staibhav. Hmm. Um, and then there're Sanchari bhavs transitory bhavs which are emotional not a, they don't appear physically like the staibhav is emotional hmm. um, and vibhavs vibhavs of course are those two types of those the uh, in order for there to be bhakti rasa there has to be the the two players, there has to be the object of love and the shelter of love, Krishna and the devotee. And the other type of Ibav is the things relative to the sthayi bhava about Krishna, like his ages and um, his flute and other things that, that are that are kind of like impetuses for rasa. Well, all these combine together with the sthayi bhava that turns into bhakti rasa. Hmm. So the sattvika bhava is which are kind of famous in a way because tears and hair standing on and passing out and and so forth, these things are visible. And the the previous section that we were discussing was important because Rupa Goswami said, uh, uh, as pointed out or the commentators have pointed out, that these things can be imitated. They can be practiced and imitated hmm? in order to attract attention to oneself and so forth. hmm? And so we were kind of warned to look for something more substantial that, that can't be practiced very readily like forbearance like attraction to chanting the holy names and uh, it's hard to keep up a imitation of, of these of these things um, pridelessness so on and so forth longing and and, and all um, so he 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 wants to differentiate between what is really bhava and what what is not. What is imitations for? So now he comes to this other category, wherein there are people that actually show some of these symptoms, and they are not uh, imitated. Hmm. They're actually feeling some um, something extraordinary, and some minor symptoms may show up, but because their orientation hmm, towards krishna and bhakti is different than the orientation of uttam bhakti that he's teaching about that begets the bhakti the bhava that he's teaching us about what they attain is not the same thing that he's talking about hmm. what does he call it then he calls it rati abhas or bhava abhas abhas means like a semblance so a semblance of actual bhava, because again, real bhava is rare to attain. One of the ways in which it's rare is it can only be attained by a particular type of practice, and even within that type of practice, it's rarely bestowed by Krishna. Hmm. He wants to say, see, as we as we learned last night, that the heart is steady, not fickle. Hmm the heart is steady he will give Bob to that that heart Mm. so he holds back a little bit Mm. what to speak of as I was saying for those who don't even approach Mm. with his pleasure in mind with love for him in mind Mm. and so there are a lot of different spiritual disciplines and we basically kind of boil them down within Hinduism to yoga sadhana jnana and then there's the there's the karma marg which is, we, we call the the pravrti marg. The other two are nivrti marg. Pravrti means to attain for you're doing something for material acquisition. Nivrti means we're giving up things to to move beyond things. So yoga and gyan come on that side, hmm. and karma comes on the other side. In between you, you have the karma karma yoga which is also nivrti, moving away from from things in the context of. Of, of being in the mix of things, yana's not like that. Yoga's not like that. Hmm. You follow? Hmm. No. Yoga's not. <laughs> yoga sadhana is not about being mixed up with the world. The yogis are sitting in caves and meditating. This hmm. is described in the Gita. Not too high, not too low is their seat, in the forest, quiet, away from things. Hmm. Yana's also. They're not interested in things. Mm. They it they, they study. They, they contemplate the aphorisms of the Upanishads and so on and so forth. They cultivate mumuksha, the, the desire for liberation. They practice detachment. Detachment is more the way for them. So it's not about being involved with things that people are attached to. Neither karma or yoga, or, excuse me, neither the yoga or jnana, or, mm, or tapas, mm, Tapasvis. but. Karma Yogi, Mishkam Karma Yogi, he is involved with with things in a way to get away from things. Hmm. So he's involved in the world but uh, may have a leaning towards certain types of activities, doing and so forth, but he tries to do them without attachment to the results. That's the niverty side of it. Hmm. right? So... These are the basic different uh, types of uh, paths, if you will, within Hinduism in, in, a, in a broad sense. And, um, and so, in these, and, and these two sides, jnana and karma, the desire for liberation, whether it be through yoga or through jnana or through tapas, or um, the side of karma, material acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people with these ideals in mind do bhakti. Or they associate with devotees. Hmm. Um, they go to Vrindavan, and they live there, and they worship Krishna, and they chant the holy name. There are lots of Mayavadis there, for example, doing that. Hmm. Um, and those who want liberation, they know Krishna gives liberation easily. Hmm. By doing bhakti is an easy way to get liberation. So this is what they have in mind. In the context of that, they associate with the devotees. They read about Krishna's pastimes. They they take darshan of the deities and so on and so forth. There are other people on the bhog side or on the karma side who think, hmm, okay, um, I'll open a temple. There's some Hanuman bhaktas in this area. I'll open a temple for Ram here. Hmm? He He goes out and begs like a devotee for money to open a temple for Sita and Ram down the block, hmm? humbly. And, uh, and, he, and he gets the required funds, builds a temple, and so on and so forth. And he's, he, so he wants to make a living for himself. Hmm? And he's very devoted to the deity and so forth, but he, he's basically, just li- it's just a lifestyle. Hmm? So he wants Material well-being, and he gets a nice temple, gets a nice room for himself, or whatever his family, and and um, so on and so forth. Um, after all, it's the, it's the occupation of the uh, Brahmins to um, take up the religious works. So there are those who worship the deity with Mukti in mind; those who worship the deity with 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 Karma in mind. Hmm? with material acquisition in mind. And of course, then there are those those who worship the deity with love, hmm? for the pleasure of the deity. So these two uh, former types, hmm? these people readily get involved in bhakti. There are many, many examples of this. hmm? And so, people can get really worked up to attain their goals. hmm? Um, it's embarrassing to us that people can get so worked up about attaining liberation
1: that
0: hmm, they'll put so much effort into it. And even in the context of bhakti, they'll become really good devotees, hmm, apparently, better than us. Hmm. And they have a desire in mind that is, uh constitutes a, a covert... Form of bhakti, not uttam bhakti. Hmm. Um, I brings to mind the uh, the example I've told before of the uh, the Ram Bhakta, the, the so called Ram bhakti that accompanied Raghunath Goswami to Jagannath Puri. Raghunath goswami I believe, is the son of Tapa and Mishra, hmm. living in Benares. Again, he was dispatched to go have the darshan of Mahaprabhu in Puri, and an elderly. Well-known Ram Bhakta uh, accompanied him, and he served him along the path. When they got to Puri, Mahaprabhu called for Ragunath Bhatta, hmm? knowing his father and so forth, and heard that he had arrived there. And uh, he was so pleased to see him and blessed him and so forth. And and Ragunath uh, Bhakta Goswami, he at the for departing, and he asked, but uh, that. One thing, my question is, I've come all this way. I'm, I'm a nobody, really. But this great so-and-so, he was a Ram Bhakta, hmm, who's constantly chanting the name of Ram. Hmm, um, accompanied me, I served him along the way. But you have called me, but you did not call him. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu said, oh, he's a or yeah, he, he wants Mukti. Hmm. That Ram Nam is, like Siddha said, that's like 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 hurtling lightning bolts at the at the dark cloud of Krishna, the rain cloud of Krishna, it's painful to Krishna, mm. hearing the Ram Nam with that in mind, but they can get very absorbed in it, mm. Mm. and so it's a little embarrassing to us, or that aside, bhakti aside, even the extremes to which persons and you can find them in India. Partic- in particular, who will go to attain their goal of liberation. Extreme bodily discomforts. Mm. And here we are. It's a little cold. I don't know if I want to go to Mongol Arctic today. Mm. And they're, they're walking the whole of the Himalayan mountains and naked, dressed in ashes, mm. because they're convinced, theoretically, I'm not the body, and I'm going to live that out. Something like that. So it should be, we should be embarrassed by their examples. Our position is better, although it's, it's in potential, it's better. Our connection with sadhus and the, and the lineage that takes us far beyond the ideals of the tapaspis, the gyanis and the yogis and so forth. You see, we're only involved because of mercy. We don't even have a strong desire like some of them have for for for, for mukti, hmm? very strong desire. And if they're intelligent, they'll think easy way to get this is through bhakti, and 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 then they do bhakti, which you all think is not very easy. Actually, kind of hard. You know, it's difficult. <laughs> they think, well, this is the easy way. I was walking around naked in the Himalayas. You know, you know. Here, here I can live in Benarban. There's places, temples you can go, and sadhus can get kitri every day, hot Hm. every day. It's a it's a poor man's feast. It's a beggar's feast. It's called hmm. hot chapatis. Hmm. Perfect, one big meal a day, no problem. Hmm. And uh, and then. Uh, Vrindavan very friendly to any, any devotion, right? And then there are so many temples of Krishna. And so they can enter kirtans, see the, have the darshan of the deities. All these things are mentioned in the scripture as very powerful spiritual means to an end. And their end, an ideal, is, is liberation. So they're very invested in that. And they're they thinking, this is like a piece of cake, you know, compared to... Um, what I was doing, or, uh, uh, so there's a very intelligent jnanis. <laughs> and so they take the Krishna Bhakti with that in mind, and they sing beautiful kirtan, hm, and, and they read the Ramayana, for example, Ram Bhakti, or Bhagavatam, and, and they just relish it, hmm? relish it. And they're, because they are very motivated to attain their goal, are very motivated. They're intelligent people. They understand. This is what's important. The whole world is just going on, talking heads. Nah, nah, nah. Puna punas as Pralata said, just chewing the chewed over and over again, over and over again, trying to get juice out of a rock, basically. Hmm? So they're convinced it's not to be found. Hmm? Then they turn themselves to bhakti and because they're so motivated. They can get absorbed in bhakti. Hmm? And then, in the pure sky of the heart of a real devotee, hmm? where there's bhava, hmm? from there, a reflection of that can appear in their hearts, in their clouded hearts, clouded by desires, for example, for mukti, hmm? or the other cases there also with a desire for material position, material well-being, acquisition, these guys are motivated too. Hmm? And uh, I, I've, seen, I've seen young men um, from India join a Gaudiya institution and, and their motive, as it turns out, you find out over time, was they wanted to get a visa to go to America. Where the streets are paved with gold, hmm? and they're from poor country, third world country, and they've heard these things and and here's a way so and for them it's not like you think about like, oh, he's doing all this bhakti just to go to America, cheater they don't think about it like that. they think well, this is an intelligent way to get there hmm? worship Krishna, and all your desires will be fulfilled so they join a temple, and they serve like anything. They're there for all the program. They take responsibility, they do everything, and they're just waiting for... They're harboring this desire. Hmm? Hmm? And so, and it to a time, you know, relative to the institution, they may... If it has... They join an institution that has a connection with American bases or temples and so forth, and they get it easy, they come to American... And then they still remained, a lot of them, as some kind of a devotee, but they're sakama. Hmm? They're doing bhakti, They really uh, uh, for material purposes, material acquisition and so forth. So they're very um, dedicated. Hmm? Here we are. We get the right idea. We understand it. But our resolve for attaining it is weak by comparison. And so, therefore, these people get some abhas of bhava and some symptoms of ecstasy even <laughs> in the context of pursuits that um, um, that are really not um, pleasing enough of themselves to Krishna but still they're in touch with Krishna in some way they're connected they're, they make some connection they, they they chant his name They so on and so forth hmm. Yeah, they figure Krishna, they believe in Krishna, they have faith in Krishna, and um, they don't have proper Sambandha Gyan, hmm, from our Bhakti, Uttam Bhakti perspective, but they believe Krishna is a real person, he can give you anything you want. Hmm? There's nobody else, no other better way to get what you want. Hmm? You can get, want mukti, this is the easiest way. Krishna gives mukti.
1: Hmm?
0: So as much as we make Small of that, or we, 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 we want to point out the, the downside of this, and so on and so forth. Um, it's important to see, I mean, I they, they, the measure of their motivation. I, I, when I wrote my commentary on the Gita, I also included notes from the commentary of Madhusudan Saraswati, who was a contemporary of Mahaprabhu, we never met Mahaprabhu, hmm? and from Bengal, too. And... Um, And he was aware of of Rupa Goswami's Bhakti-rasa. He wrote his own book, Bhakti-rasayana, Hmm? his own um, Advaitin interpretation of of rasa. It's all because he he was trying to establish Advaita Vedanta and he was dealing with the contemporary thoughts and disciplines of the time, one of which was Rupa Goswami's. Hmm? Anyway, he writes, he has a commentary on the Gita, Sometimes you'll find Vishvanatha uh, uh, Chakrabhi Thakur cites him, mm-hmm. maybe Bhavadeva Jibhusana also, who came um, after his, his time. So he was a very famous uh, champion of Dvaita Vedanta, but, but he was innovative mm-hmm. in his own way, and he was very devoted to Krishna. The things he says about Krishna just melt your heart. Mm-hmm. You can see, he has oh, yes, more devotion than us for Krishna and And relishing Krishna's pastimes, his idea was you relish Krishna's pastimes in the stage of Jivan Mukta, the penultimate state, and then when you attain Bideha mukti it's all it's all over hmm? that's it, but because Krishna is saguna brahman hmm? yeah. which is their induuit theory and so forth hmm? so he was convinced about that, but convinced about Krishna being the poor Navatar, the fullest manifestation. Of the Ishwar, of the Saguna Brahman, in existence, who is giving, making Mukti very easy, and so forth. Hmm? So beautiful things he writes about Krishna. But hell, he's really moved by Krishna, hmm? for his particular ideal. Hmm? So Rupa Goswami says, in such people we can find an abas semblance of Baba, and there are two types of this semblance. Pratibhimba and Chai. Pratibhimba means reflection, and this type of Baba Bhas appears in the, the, the types of persons that we've been discussing who have a very strong desire for mokti hmm, or a very strong desire for bhukti, for material enjoyment. Very strong. And so, it's, because it's very strong, very powerful, they're very motivated, and then they apply themselves in relation to bhakti. With, as I said, with very much determination and strong motivation. And so they get an extraordinary result that is a semblance of actual Baba, Pratibhimba bhava Vas. And it, it doesn't come and, and go away, it endures for some time. Hmm? For some time. And because, Rupa Goswami explained, because Krishna has the power. Inherently, to give bhukti anything you want materially or to give mukti. Hmm? Hmm? That slight reflected connection with him through the abhas of bhava hmm, results in their tapping into, if you will, Krishna's ability to give such and they get what they want. Hmm? They get their desires. So this pratyabimba baba bas, in time, um, makes it possible for them to attain their ideals. Extraordinary people, in in, in one sense, and very, um, they can be very in, involved with with Krishna hmm, for their own purposes. So we can. Get inspiration from them in terms of their drive and resolve and determination and and sense of of, of the power of Krishna that he can he can do mm. um, anything. Mm. So um, one type of Baba Boss. Now we 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 don't. It's 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 a it's a less desirable mm. type of. Baba Bas, then Chai Baba Bas, which, which is uh, means like a, like a shadow, hmm? a reflection and a shadow. There's a difference. Bhakti Vinod makes a different distinction between the shadow and the reflection. He wants to say there. He does say that the, the the reflection is more more distanced, distance or separated from the from the object itself, where the shadow is more connected to the object. You hmm? can kind of get the feel for that. Hmm? Um, so um, so he he wants to make the point, which is the point of Rupa Goswami, that the chai bhava-bhas, it comes and it goes, it doesn't endure as long as the pratibimba bhava-bhas, but it comes in other types of people. It comes in people who also want material enjoyment. Hmm? But they don't have a strong desire for that. And maybe they become interested in Krishna for, uh, without understanding his spiritual reality and so forth. They just come into a festival of devotees. They don't have any knowledge. And there's a whole day of kirtan and prasadam and classes and so forth. And they, and they just, they get a, some chai, some shadow um, of of bhava, from the powerful uh, experience, and and it it, it 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 moves them, and and it goes away, and it might get some symptoms, even. Um, and I've heard uh, devotees have told me they came to the festival, new devotees, and they and then when leaving at the airport, they were just we found themselves weeping and weeping, and they wrote to me and "What is this about?" Hmm? What I couldn't understand I'm different now hmm. so uh, so chai Bhavabhasa is, is something like this it appears in innocent people I think bhakti extends it to well devotees who are hmm, have some knowledge they're practicing they, uh, and they, they don't have some strong desire for something else in mind that they approach Krishna for hmm. and I guess we can say they have a, they have s- desire for attaining love of Krishna, hmm? even, they're properly situated. Ignorant people, we could extend it, I believe, to say, devotees who are practicing and have the right idea in mind, and, they, and they, it may they happen, they get, by the grace of great devotees, the shadow of Bhav will come in them, and, and then this is a good thing. This encourages them, and it comes and goes quickly, as opposed to pratibhimba bhava-bhasa that will endure for a longer period of time and so forth. Um, but it can turn into real bhava in due course of time. Hmm? Pratibhimba bhava by contrast, can never turn into bhava-bhakti. Hmm? Never. But chai bhava can. Therefore, it has some virtue. Hmm? And if we are blessed by that, we'll get that. That's our good good fortune. Hmm? So two types of bhava bas, hmm? and the latter type has some scope for us. In it, and, But it should be further stated that as it is possible for that chai bhava bhas to turn into actual bhava by the association of devotees, and their blessing and remaining in the culture of bhakti and so forth. Similarly, it is mentioned, and Andrew Goswami concludes his section on this with the statement that by offending those devotees, hmm. then even the the, the Chai Baba Bhas, it, it can, the best form, he said, even the best and brightest form of of Chai Baba Bhas can uh, dissipate. Hmm. So, Principle of association is uh, is again emphasized, and then how to associate properly that we don't uh, that we know our place and so on and so forth, and and and, and we um, apply ourselves in a way that is not unbecoming. We don't make offense and so forth. And then we can progress to actual bhava bhakti by grace in due course this is an important section and 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 I think we can kind of come away with it with some hopefully with some determination think gee here we are we have knowledge we have good connection with the parampara we understand the ideal we know we may have other desires they're so petty and small look what some of these people do what they're prepared to do for for uh, for long periods of time to get their ideal and so forth. So we should commit ourselves in such a way that we can progress nicely in in bhakti. We're in a good position, a better position than than the first type of Pratibimba Baba Bas types of people in whom that appears. Much better position. But it's a position of potential we have to now realize our potential, and it takes some application. Hmm. Some some effort. Hmm. We say it's a simple path, and the persons I mentioned, Pratibimba Baba Boss type persons there, they would agree, it's a simple, easy path. Easy by comparison. Hmm. So don't get it wrong, it's just easy. Hmm. Easy by comparison. But then, by comparison to what? Really by comparison to all things. Because if you think, well, let me just go out and try to, you know, make it in the world, that'd be easier. This is tough, you know. It's not so easy, you find out also. There's all kinds of things we have to do. Or like, I'm tired of these brahmacharis. Let me get married and have a relationship. And they find well, this is pretty tough too. Wow, there's a lot to this. There's a whole lot of work. I bought off here more than I can chew. Um, And so, problems everywhere. (laughs) to attain one's goals, one has to make some effort. That's a fact, so why not make effort for bhakti? Mm. We see the examples of others making such strong effort to get anywhere, to be anywhere, to be more than just day-to-day, you know, um, Mm. hand-to-mouth kind of existence, kind of a tamaguna existence, rajaguna, Some, some effort is there, some effort to do something, to get ahead, to be, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Sattva is better than that, but... <clears throat> At any rate, take away from this. Uh, we shouldn't be embarrassed to make some effort that we might attain real bhava Bhakti. We are in a position to attain it. Any question? Yes. <coughs>
2: Personalities, they will attain their goal, like those desires of liberation. Um, but if that's like, I'm a bit confused because then there's the four types of jnanis which is Srinath Chakrabarti Thakur elaborates on. In the first two, they have no regard or respect for bhakti or for Krishna, so they don't achieve anything. But the next two, they do have no respect. So, does the Pradibhimba do they? How do they they must accept it about being an eternal principle or you
0: know, then they wouldn't be a my body. Well, my bodies that's I suppose, yeah, that's true, that's another thing. I mean there there are people who want liberation. Hm. Chakra makes the point obviously that if you offend Krishna then then that's another thing. Then it's and it's, he says it's very difficult to be a my body and not offend Krishna. Hmm. Because the philosophy it's offensive. It says that hey, Krishna is not eternal. Uh, so they want a problem, those types. But then there are other Gnis who want liberation. Hmm. And um and you can find them even with Vaishnav Tilak and so forth. And they, they, don't, they don't they they want mukti, they want Brahmasuja. Hmm. They don't think about it that far. Hmm. Um, maybe they're not schooled, you know. In, in Vaishnavism in such a way as to think of leela as an ideal, and and so forth. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so, Vishwanathakaritaka's point is there are two types of jnanis that are offensive, they don't attain their goal. There's two that are not offensive, and they will attain.
1: Mm.
0: So, can the offensive ones get... The, Pratibimba Baba Bas. I suppose they they can, but it doesn't seem to deliver them because the offenses counteract. What else? Yes. If
3: there is Pratyebimba um, Baba Bas, people are engaging in bhakti. Um, I guess will they ever ever come to a bhakti, or do they have to?
0: Um Never. Mm-hmm. Not by that. Mm-hmm. If a good association with a devotee and, and they change their course hmm, by association but not by that course unto itself they have to change course will they ever change the course is more what your question is perhaps possibly by strong association but it's hard because they have a strong scar. Hmm? you're talking about people with very strong desire for something hmm? so it's hard to change them.
1: Hmm.
0: That's the point. They have a very strong desire, either for bhog or tyag, for renunciation, for, for mukti, or for for, for karma. Hmm. What else? Yes.
2: Here, are we for the practical moment, Are we talking primarily Sayutra mukti, or like you nepathis know, mahaprabhu? You know? Yeah. Rejected at like, the Tatva He said they were all about karma and jnana. They wanted the Vaishnav Mukti. But I mean that's that's not the perfect number. They would they could also Yeah,
0: yeah. he's talking about impersonalists. Yeah. Those who want Sayyuja Mukti.
3: <clears throat> I understand that that Bugoswami is talking about Bhagavhti, Iraq but my understanding is, like people in the, in the monarch have some desire for go of the bhakti practices, so that would seem to make it not equal bhakti, is that
2: true?
3: Is it? If you're, if you if how can you be on the Viti monarch and, and engage with bhakti if there's like a little desire for?
0: Yeah, they're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're discussed in the third third canto of the Bhagavatam, hmm. and yeah, they can attain bhakti. Of course, they they become. They make their desires for whatever the perks of (laughs) Vaikuntha. In other words, you could want this, that, or the other thing, or you could want nothing and only want to serve Bhagavan. I said they make their desires the perks of Vaikuntha, which are spiritual, actually. Hmm. But to want the perks is one thing, and to want only to serve. Bhagavan is another thing, so therefore there is mukti and vaikuntha that's that where the desire for the perks are prominent, and where a desire for prema is prominent. Hmm. Even where the prema is prominent, there's some interest in the perks too, which is the nature of the mukti. So, and the the, yeah, the devotees of Krishna for you who know, desire to attain, Vrindavan uh, bhakti, then that right they. Yeah. They're not like that, you know. So this is very interesting mixture. Hmm. It's like material desire, but, it, but, the, but the ideal is like I want to go. You know, I want to go to America, live under King Obama, you know, uh, or whatever. You know, so I want to go to. Like, there's another place called Vakuntha I want to go there under Narayan and these are the perks that the citizens get there. It just happens to be a spiritual place, so <laughs> it's uh it's beautiful the way it works hmm. the powerful they can attain what else? yes mm-hmm. causes Krishna pain well uh I guess um. We mean that it, that it repels him rather than attracts him. Mm. He's attracted by bhakti. He's repelled by by you know bhakti is love. He's attracted by love. So karma is about taking, exploiting. So he's not attracted by that. And jnana is about not exploiting, but not doing anything either. Mm. So, that doesn't attract it. Maybe that's a better way to put it.
2: God is it like spiritual suicide?
0: Uh, so, Ujjamukti, so, we describe like that, yeah, spiritual suicide in a sense. What else? Yes.
3: Well, I think uh, a lot is considered, it's based on a pure devotion, but um, Krishna was a sister but I love Krishna, the love him. I'm wondering how he is... He's like the baseline of pure devotion, but if it's not Krishna Vrindavan,
0: I think you're just saying that it's not um, Uttama Bhakti that's so. No, there's Uttama Bhakti it's in Vaikuntha too. Like if the
3: frame is the problem the, that
0: the, the. There's two types of uttam Bhakti that Rupa Goswami describes, Vaidi Bhakti and um, rag Bhakti, and also Bhakti in Dwarka is also Vaidi Bhakti. So, yeah, Prahladja Lutambhakta.
2: Is he also classed as a bhakti? but obviously not of a parched category?
0: Yeah, he is. Jigalaswami describes him as such. I mean, his whole motivation for serving from the very beginning was all based on taste. He was completely absorbed through the power of the blessing of Narada. What else?
3: Yes. Um, I was thinking about the Bhava the Kimika and um how it's interesting and I was thinking about the, the Baba Maya, thinking and whether we can think about the material world in a way as a
0: section becomes baba. we refer to the material world as bhava instead of bhava with a short okay. Above the above into world material existence um, you know we don't uh, I mean you know Baba can be translated as emotion mm. so there are material emotions demigods have material emotions they don't have what we're talking about here as Baba as far as Durga. Durga is another name for Radha, so it's a particular manifestation of of Radha. Durga means difficult to go from and difficult to go to. So, as the, in the form where she's like riding a tiger with a pitchfork, she's difficult to get away from. She's punishing. The three prongs represent the miseries derived from from the na from the natural world, and from other living beings, and from your own body and mind, adidayvik, adibotic, adidayvik, adyatmic. So she's difficult to go from, like a prison is difficult to go from, and Radha is difficult to go to, difficult to attain service to her and to her. Um, ideal, Krishna, um, and so N- N- Maya describes is, is described in the Bhagavatam as as being embarrassed to come before the Lord because of her service being what it is. Hmm punish the living beings although it has to be done some, give negative impetus something like that she feels a little embarrassed so I guess you could say you know in the context of it's her service this is her, her <laughs> she's she's uh, uh, she. Yeah. it's favorable for Krishna <laughs> although it's kind of not very becoming <laughs> to deal with people in such a way that uh, they get the point. In due course, they get an epiphany. This isn't working. You know, I should go in the other direction. Something like that. But typically, we wouldn't wouldn't uh, use that word. To, but um, yeah, she has a service. She's the material energy and the srupa shakti They're very connected, like like heating and cooling both effects of electrical energy, heating and cooling. So therefore you have in the tantra Durga is another name for Radha and a particular manifestation. Krish Radha is the primal Shakti, so Durga is also a Shakti manifestation hmm. projector of the world. What else? Yes. Um, uh, you it easy by comparison, I said.
1: Right. I was in
0: a I don't think he's directly trying to do that, hmm. but he does mention in his Upadesha that one needs to be patient and enthusiastic at the same time, just like a girl may desire to have a be very eager to have a child, but she has to be patient and wait nine months. Mm. Right? So, good things are worth obtaining. We should be enthusiastic about them, even if it will take some time. Mm. And if we're enthusiastic about them, the time will be of much consequence. Mm. But I don't think these these, these, these Shastras are... I'm not speaking about it sometimes as easy to attain, sometimes as hard to attain with an express purpose of helping sadhikas to cultivate patience and enthusiasm. But that's something that you can can draw from it, Hmm? I suppose. That I think comparatively it's easy before I should be enthusiastic and the ideal is unsurpassed. So should I, be enthousi- I should be enthusiastic. But I should be patient at the same time because it's on his time. Hmm. Hmm. Meanwhile, I'm content to do my service. Yes?
2: Well, that you basically said uh, it, oh. I uh, wondering if we can say that. Easy by comparison,
0: the length said the sadhana difficult to obtain is the Bhagavad because it's on this time. Yeah. Sadhana Bhakti is easy. You hear, you chant, you take prashadam. Hmm. What would you be doing if you were not? You'd be listening to some other kind of music, you'd be eating something else. Hmm. Speaking about something else. So it's the things we do this is the way it's easy, it's the things we do anyway. Hmm. And yeah, now you do them only for Krishna or in relation to Krishna. What do we have all the desires, so it's difficult. But the practices aren't are, easy. What's difficult is you know, we want to do something else. It's not that Krishna bhakti is easy. Difficult. <laughs> it's easy to do. Hmm. All right, we'll stop there. Sviya Bhakti Rasmita Sundhu Ajayi.